Good day, Buffet. Sorry to keep you waiting. Your table is ready for How You Can Eat, a weekly comeback of K-pop music commentary. My name is Chuck, and I am one of the co-leaders of this show. Each week, we take a brand new release, and we let you know what we think about it. But before we get to that, the three of us have to uh, give our sincerest apologies for uh, for basically taking um, an unexpected break from episodes. We basically took a month off for the most part. And so we really thank you for being patient with us, for still listening to us, even though we weren't releasing content. Um, Alamark, what, what episode like surprisingly got a bunch of hits? Um, um, I don't know if it's surprising, but Stray Kids, like it's already in our top three, which is great. <laughs> People love the Stray yeah, Kids, and yeah. I'm so happy we finally got to do a, an episode. Of that, yeah, Stray so. Kids top three. Uh, Red Velvet hit our top ten as well, which is great for the two most recent. Or now, at the time of recording, I guess two out of the three most recent episodes. So, <laughs> but yeah, thank you all for that during that like three week absence, just listening. You know, shout out. I think a lot of that came from Brazil. So shout out Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brazil took second place. In our metrics, so it's pretty odd. It, I think they surpassed uh, Thailand. Thailand, yeah, Thailand. I know. So US is now fifty-one percent <laughs> listenership. <laughs> we we no longer have the the majority, but again, Close. we thank you for uh, still s- sticking with us. Um, you probably already knew if you were listening to some of the the most recent episodes, but um, I was away off. I was off getting married. And so, uh, and so was well, not Alan, Mark, and Stephen, but they attended the wedding as well. <laughs> so there was a lot of traveling. There was a lot of stuff going on. We didn't all get married together. No, <laughs> only one of us did. But um, that's what we've been doing for the month of September. Um, and so now I'm happily married. All that stress is now gone, um, and I can come back to how you can eat and uh, devote a little bit more time to it. So. Uh, you already heard his name, uh, and his name is Alan Mark. If you didn't hear it the first time, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing. I'm doing good. Uh, yeah, things are great. We're back to recording. I guess in our regular schedule, we'll figure out when things get released from this point because we are behind. But that is fine. <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited to be back. Don't you want to hear specials from like three weeks ago? <laughs> right. like, I feel like that's the um, it's like special single album episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> oh, and uh, and also rounding out the big three, who flew all the way to the West Coast to attend the wedding. So I thank you very much, uh, Stephen, for doing that. I, I know that must have been a trek. So really appreciate you uh, making that effort. Um, but it was good to see you. If you didn't see our Twitter. I, I'm assuming you uh, posted a picture. I, I didn't see. I only saw the text. I didn't see the image, Alan Mark or whoever posted. Oh, it, I haven't posted but, uh, yet. No, I probably should. Oh, I thought you did. Okay. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> the three of us for I'll the first time since starting this podcast got to be there in person together. So that was kind of fun. We didn't record anything, but we did have a lot of fun together. And it, um, there's a video of. Um, me and my wife Natalie and our friend Mark, who you've heard, uh, who you will hear in an upcoming episode, or have heard because this is going to come out after that episode. Anyway, and Alan Mark, and it's a video of us dancing. And as great as I am, and Nat, Mark, and Alan Mark, 
the star of the video is Steven <laughs> because I can't take my eyes off Steven. <laughs> Steven's <laughs> clapping abilities Ooh, and his that. genuine or disingenuous. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they were genuine. His genuine oh. shock from just because Steven, did you know at all that Al, Mark, and Mark were part of that? No. Did, did you get a hint? Did you get a hint because? We were all together in the same room. Like that's what we were practicing. Um, No clue, right? Yeah, no idea. Um, And those were all genuine reactions. I also knew people were all looking in that direction, so I had to be happy. (laughs) 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 But no, it was very, very fun. Uh, You guys did a (laughs) great job. Thank you. you. Maybe well, we might um, we might post a link to it. Uh, so you can see all three of us in the same video. Yeah. Um, but we'll post it on the How uh, You Need channel. But Stephen, how are you doing? I'm good. Yeah, let me, I just, yeah, just want to say like how great it was just to be near some of my favorite people. Um, but, you know, back back to work now. And also like, uh, I guess the Met Gala and the UN General Assembly are over. So some of my <laughs> favorite people, Rose and BTS, are no longer in New York. <laughs> <laughs> but CL, it was nice was wow and CL, and CL sorry but it was nice to be near them <laughs> in their general vicinity uh, and your your wedding was also pretty fun I guess yeah oh yeah yeah it's okay well um <laughs> well I, I'm wait so was the Met Gala and what were you saying the other one the was that UN, happening at the I'm pretty sure the UN Summit? General Assembly Summit. Was, Assembly? Okay. Here was that at yeah. the same time as uh, my wedding week? So I you were gone for no, it? The Met Gala happened and oh, yeah, while afterwards. I was in New York. And then I think BTS was... I was here when BTS was at the at General Assembly. So... Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, but I, yeah, I, I was gone while in between them <laughs> in New York. So. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So you're saying you... Although they were near where you lived, you were far from where they were. Oh no, I have. I think I, I happened to be in the city at the same time, so that was. Oh, what okay, I was okay. saying was it was just great to be. Oh, nice. Near, oh, I see. Generally I see. near okay. them. Yeah, I thought we were doing um, Puns. a pun, an opposite pun of oh. some of the song titles. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> oh, it's all right. Far. <laughs> 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 I, pro- I promise you I wasn't uh thinking of that. Okay, gotcha. All right. Pro- okay. Well, um I'm 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 glad to know that we haven't skipped a beat since <laughs> we took that month-long hiatus. Um uh yeah, it was it was a good time. It was a lot of fun and um I like I said there's a ton of pictures and ton of videos of us dancing. So well, we'll I'll find some way to do a super clip and so that you can see what we're really like and not just our like Zoom personas and everything. Okay. So uh at the wedding there was like a crap ton of snacks. Did you guys get to try mostly all of them? Like all the hors d'oeuvres oh, and the um It's okay if you didn't. Um, I know Alamark, you were busy. Um, there was like a ton of great stuff. There was like mac and cheese bites, mm-hmm. chicken waffles. The uh, I thought the 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 uh, the main course was like super good. Mm-hmm. I I hadn't mm-hmm. tried it, but I knew that it was like 
you know, it's sirloin and salmon. So like that was really good. There mm-hmm. was cake. Um, but there was one thing missing from uh, the wedding, and I wish I wish it was there. And it was like uh, a curated list of menu items from our like wonderful chefs, because there's a ton of great options that oh, we get to cover nice. every single week. Nice. But um, but uh, we want to give some love to at least some of the dishes that you don't normally get to try. So we're gonna try that in our segment that we like to call Stephen's Specials. Of the week. Oh, thank you, Chuck. I, I could have read off five uh, releases the week of your wedding if you wanted, if you wanted me to. Yeah. I, and here's yeah, uh, Chuck's like, He just grabbed the mic from Alan Mark as yeah. he's giving his best man speech. <laughs> I mean, can we can we really really quickly talk about how how many how you can eat references Alan Mark made in his best man speech and how many times it just went over everyone's head and it was just uh, <laughs> yeah. just me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh yeah, I so think good. Stevens mentioned that to me at one point. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Okay, well, I'm gonna give you the mic, Steven. Right. You tell us, tell us what we can look forward to this week. Yes. So uh this week or whenever you're listening to this, <laughs> yeah. it's the last week of September. Um another busy week, some big releases. Uh so we're gonna start off with uh, a bunch of bunch of boys, and then we're gonna finish off with a couple of girl groups. Um, uh, first on Monday, we have the group a hundred one or one hundred percent. They released a single called "Beautiful Girl," um, but it's also their goodbye single um, because they are disbanding on October 9th. Oh. Um, I don't know much about this group, but they are a four member boy group from. Top Media, the home to Teen Top, Uptension, and MCND. Um, they're currently a four-member group, but they debuted as a seven-member group in September of 2012. So they've been around a while, um, and they've released a bunch of music, but Beautiful Girl will be their last single. So good luck to them in whatever they choose to do next. Um, yeah, I, I will speak interesting to see if the members go on uh, or continue to do solo stuff or pursue um, music otherwise. Mm. But uh, next up on the same day, I've mentioned him before, but Key from Shiny has released his mini album called Bad Love, the title track of the same name. I think I mentioned uh, the pre-release single Hate Mm -hmm. That featuring Taeyeon. Um, But uh, the title track was written by Kenzie and Adrian McKinnon. Um, and Key also wrote lyrics for two of the six tracks on this mini album. And I just have to say, I love all of the like promotional material they have for it. They just use like those old campy alien movies as the inspiration, which is really nice. fun. Um, and like, I think the album art is, it's just like a, like a, a ray, ray gun. gun, like a really yeah. old school. <laughs> And the packaging really comes in like a toy package too, I think. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. And there's also going to be a cassette, of course. So of course. <laughs> that's fun. Um, and yeah, so that was on Monday. On Tuesday, another boy group, Cypher, has released a mini album called Blind. The title track also called Blind. And for this one, each song was written or co-written by the members. And the member Keita also has arranging credits on uh, on this mini album uh, for two songs, Joker and That's Okay. So 
reminder about Cypher, they are from Rain's company, where it's just Cypher and Rain um, at that company. Um, but moving on to Wednesday, a uh, group that debuted this year, uh, Hot Issue has released a single called Icons. Um, well, a single album. But, so the single is Icons, and then the other song is called Hot Candy. Icons was written by Stain Boys and Anna Tim Grin, and Hot Candy was written by Justin Reinstein, Jay Jean, and Young Hwan. So uh, I think Cypher and Hot Issue both debuted this year. So uh, good to see that they're still continuing to put out stuff. Um, reminder also, Hot Issue is at S2 Entertainment founded by the former CEO of Cube. Um, uh, and lastly, on Friday, highly, highly anticipated release from Twice, their first English single. It's called The Feels. This was announced back in June. Um, the, the release includes two remixes, one by The Stereotypes and one by a Belgian DJ, Yves V. And... To uh, go along with this uh, release, Twice will be performing on both the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon and uh, the Good Morning America spinoff, GMA3. So a big, big uh, release there. Excited to see what that's going to be like. Awesome. Nice. Uh, I did not know that it was coming out so soon, and I'm looking forward to that. I don't yeah. know if we have that on deck, but I will be listening to it ASAP. Okay. It's been a while. We we wanted to come back with a group that we've talked about twice already. No pun, I guess, intended from Stephen's last uh, special. But we haven't covered this subunit yet. So I'm curious to see what Alan Mark has to say. We've pretty much talked about this. This is like probably the one group that we've talked about the most on How You Can Eat already. So um, I'm curious to see if there's anything else left in the tank mm -hmm. to uh, talk about. So I'm going to transfer it to Alan Mark and he's going to give the rundown on this week's episode. Yes. Hello. So today on this episode, we will be covering the latest album by NCT127. And they are a subunit group from SM Entertainment's larger group, NCT. Uh, the 127 I mentioned back in episode four uh, stands for the Longitude Coordinate for Seoul, South Korea. So they initially debuted on July 7th, 2016 with the single Fire Truck from the debut EP NCT number 127, hashtag 127. I don't know how that's pronounced, but... Uh, at that time, they consisted of members Taeyong, Taeil, uh, Yuta, Jaehyun, Winwin, Mark, and Heichan, all former members of FSM Rookies. And then in December of that year, they would add two more members, Doyoung, who debuted earlier that year with NCTU's Seventh Sense single, uh, as well as Johnny, another uh, member of SM Rookies, too. In, then in January 2017, 127 would make their first comeback with the EP Limitless. Uh, then later on, June that same year, they would release their third EP, Cherry Bomb, with the lead single of the same name. And that had become their biggest hit yet at the time, earning them their first music show win. 
Then in November, they would release their first single in Japan with a Japanese version of Limitless, followed by their official Japanese debut in March 2018 with Chain. Later on in 2018, in October,、uh, they would give NCT 127 their first full length album, Regular Irregular, which featured the addition of new member Jungwoo, who previously debuted with NCT in Boss. Uh, this album would be followed up with the repackage Regulate,、uh, though for Regulate, promotions would not include the member Win Win due to him preparing to re debut with Wavy.、Uh, then in 2019,、uh, 127 would extend their international success and network in collaborating with Jason Derulo and fellow SM label mate Lei Zhang with the single Shut Up and Dance. As well as releasing their first full length Japanese album, Awaken, that April. In May, then, SM Wood formally announced that Winwood would not continue promoting with 127, so he, he could fo- solely focus on Wavy. Then, leading up to the release of the EP, We Are Superhuman, and now they are officially back as a nine member group from then on. 2020 gave us the album Neo Zone with the single Kick It, followed by the repackaged Neo Zone. The final round paired with the single Punch. Then this year, 2021, they would release another Japanese EP, Loveholic, in February, followed by their comeback as 127 since Neo Zone and、uh, 2020 Residence with the full album Sticker. And Sticker is what we're talking about today. Yay. Yay. Okay. So again, there are. Well, again, we're coming, to you, coming back to you with like a big, big release. And、um, I wouldn't be surprised if we got a lot of clicks for this group because NCT is very much beloved.、Um, and I'm excited to do an NCT 127 because you said Cherry Bomb was their biggest hit?、Uh, at、Cherry、the time.、Bomb? Sorry. On the yeah, stage? Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're, they're the biggest hit. hit. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Okay. Sorry, yeah. sorry. sorry.、Um, but yeah, at that time, it was their first like, big one. Since then,、uh, they might have had other like, more popular songs. I don't know yet. I'm not, like, I'm not big on 127, but I do like some of their stuff.、Mm-hmm. Um, oh, what album was Simon Says on? Did I even mention that one?、Mm. But whatever. Um, but yeah, that's definitely the one that like, I associate them with them the most. That's for sure. Like, if I think NCT 127, Cherry Bomb is probably the first song I think of.、Yeah. All right. Well, I, I don't have, again, aside of Cherry Bomb, I, I'm like, more of an NCT fan as a whole.、Um, so I don't really like, focus on any、um, subunits. But I guess I, I don't give. One, one, two, seven, that much、uh, attention.、Um, but I was excited to do it for this album at least. And I seem to come, I, I seem to like, you know, go to these groups at the right moment, like right when they like release songs that like interest me. Cause I don't know. I mean, I did listen to a lot of Cherry Bomb, but not, nothing more outside of that. But in this album, I, I found myself. Liking a few tracks. So I, I'm excited to talk about as much of it as I can.、Um, and there is a lot to talk about because there are, once again, 11 tracks. It just seems like every NCT release is just chock full of 
tracks to cover. So, um, uh, did we do this for Stray Kids? Is that the format we did? Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so for our Stray Kids episode, you may have, um, if you remember, we decided to only talk about one thing per song. Each each of us talk about one thing because uh, we're, we're doing our best. I mean, as much as we love to have two, three-hour episodes, it's really taxing on us to, um, to spend that much time. So we, we want to keep it nice and succinct, straight to the point. We'll try to reduce all the rambling as much as possible um, and just give it to you. Uh, yeah. Oh, Except yeah, if it's our favorite song, though. Favorite song. Yes. No holds barred. If it's our favorite song, just the favorite song, not the top three. Let's do favorite song. Favorite just song and the single. Okay. okay. <laughs> if, if it's the favorite song and the single, you get two points to bring up. So, <laughs> okay. That, yeah, you get a little bit of um, a little bit more uh, space there. So, without further ado, let us begin our discussion. Oh, we're not going to s- eat a hot pepper this set. <laughs> yeah. um, no, no, no. Well, um, we should have lemonade in front of us. That's what oh, we, yeah. that's oh, all we need. We yeah. Oh man! Yeah. In, in, in order, in, in order, order, in honor, <laughs> in honor of uh, this album, I am going to take this thing and put it on my cheek. I think I have a sticker. A sticker. Oh, yeah. I it's, don't have I, an available I, sticker. I have stickers on my on my thing. Neither of them okay. are NCT, that counts. but that counts. I got stickers on here. All right, we did a hot chili pepper for Dream, and then uh, <laughs> now we're doing a sticker for. <laughs> Sorry, like let's not do off. this. I should just get a I already have photo like card a, to put what? on my forehead. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? Oh yeah, we didn't get the photo cards in the wedding. Oh, I forgot to bring. Oh them. yeah. <laughs> That's right. I was right, also next supposed to give you, Steve. Mark, and Tyrone some bitters that I've had for like a year and a half. <laughs> Since like pre-pandemic, <laughs> I guess those that's... are totally still good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're gonna have to do some care packages. Soon. All right. Um, so our lead single is also track number one for this album. It is entitled "Sticker," and um, my note. I'll start us off. Um. I okay. What, what's the one note <laughs> that, I can say? That pause uh, spoke. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that I was the, the loudest pause. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, I only want to say one thing, and it's that flute sample. And I, I think that's all I really want to say about that song because, <laughs> wow, <laughs> because you know, I listened to it and I enjoyed it, but it just wasn't. I don't know if it's because I didn't haven't spent that much time listening to Sticker, but uh, the song Sticker. But I I don't know. I just found myself liking more of the other tracks, and like this sounded. It, it was just the flute was the only thing that was worth mentioning for me because I actually really enjoyed how wacky it sounded compared to the whole rest of the song, which I have to admit is is. Is a very good song, just not for me. Um, and I know I, oh no, it's the lead single. And so my second note is that I did enjoy the fact that um, it was kind of teetering between two kind of two kinds of moods, um, like a playful and a 
like I, I was I was calling it dark. You can call like sinister, or sensual. I don't know, um, because the flute was like the old playful side, and then it would it switched to the, like that bassy synth sound, um, and so I thought that was neat. Um, but that's all I really want to say about sticker. Um, I have way more to say about the music video though. Oh, so um, I'm the opposite. Yeah, I'll, <laughs> yeah, good, good. So Steven, I'm going to transfer it to you then. Um, all to, right. Let us know what you think about Sticker. Yeah, this was a really, really interesting song, especially, I think, production-wise. I mean, I, I do <laughs> another pause for me, but, like, the... <laughs> I think I have to go, like, my one of my notes is related to your second point about the different moods. I feel like the song has, or instrumentally, there's this sort of, like... A push and pull and almost like a resistance between the sounds they use. I feel like the sounds, there's a disjointed quality to them that it it makes it really like really interesting to the ear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I, I, I get what you're saying. Um, Because it does open with that that flute sample. I I think it sounds like almost a field recording. And then it just gives you the low bass right away. Um, but yeah, I, so I thought that that was very, really interesting to listen to. Um, but one of the other highlights of this um, was like vocally, there were certain parts, especially in the verses, like that to me evoked the blues. And like, because they have this sort of pleading tone lyrically mm. and in their delivery. Um, and with the line, uh, the English line, you treat me like a boy, that I feel like comes straight out of a blues song. So mm. I, I think this is a, a pretty interesting song. It, I, I don't know if I want to listen to it, but it, it's it, it's pretty fun like to have this, the experience overall. All right. Yeah. Well said. Okay, Alamark, you turn? have a lot more to say apparently. Then the music so video, what, at least. What is it? Like, so this song, like when I first heard it, I was like, I have no idea what to make of this song because it's sort of <laughs> another pause. <laughs> like, what do you like? <laughs> how do you re- react to a song like this? Like, especially like we're so used to hearing a lot of like such full arrangements with a lot of things happening all at once. And then, and then all of a sudden, Sticker comes in. And like most of the song, it's just like that flute that, and mm. then when the flute stops, it's that rolling bass that you mentioned. And then the trap beats that come in. I'm just like, it's mm. so hollow and sparse, but it's like, but it still sounds like, it was, I think the best thing that they did was give this song to NCT because I think the sort of the, um, what's it called? The concept of NCT, like their uh, like neo futuristic kind of stuff, um, and like I felt like they're sort of the forefront currently in K-pop when it comes to bringing in new sounds and creating trends that way. Like they're one mm-hmm. of the not earlier groups, but then really like when like more noise type, like noise pop music was uh, getting big in uh, K-pop or more common, like. NCT was definitely one of the groups that you'd point that towards. And then this is sort of like an element of that where I feel like they're starting to push K-pop 
forward more. And I feel like this is going to be a start of another trend where not necessarily as disjointed as the song sounds, but I think that um, their arrangements, like these types of arrangements that are a bit hollower, but a bit more contrasting, maybe where mm-hmm. we're headed. So I'm really interested to see what K-pop sounds like in the next like three years. Um, oh, but so you're oh, saying yeah. this is like futuristic? In I think a way? so. Like it does feel like it's trans- pushing the envelope a bit more, at least within K-pop. Because K-pop is like a lot of it can be, I don't want to say cookie cutter, but then like they're following pop formulas that work, and that's why they're so popular and catchy. This mm-hmm. one is definitely like a shift in that, and I'm, it sort of excites me in a way because it's like it does feel different. Um, but in spite of me feeling that it feels different. Um, it also just feels like, oh, what if we took Shinies Don't Call Me and just made it <laughs> freaking weird as hell? <laughs> just make that yeah, song weird. Yeah, you know, because I had Don't Call Me stuck in my head because of this song. Yeah. It was very I f- strange. I felt like it follows like a similar pattern, but it's just like they just stripped that song down and just left like elements. And it sort of makes sense because like um, like a tying factor between those two songs, Yu Young Jin, Dem Joints, and our uh, and some guy we've seen a lot, Ryan S. Jun, or as Stephen likes to call him, Ryan S. Juna. Save <laughs> <laughs> <Saint> Luna. <laughs> <Saint> Luna. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, but I think I like that it was a, definitely an emptier arrangement than what we're used to. Um, it's a, it's a bit refreshing, honestly, for me. So um, yeah. And I know the song's super divisive amongst K-pop fans, but yeah, like I've heard a lot. I've seen a lot of people be like, "I hate this song. This is, this is this music sucks. Like the song honestly sucks." I've seen that perspective, but I've also seen people be like, "This is such a well-produced song. It's so different, and it's amazing." So yeah, I don't. Yeah, so Chuck, you're like might be the only person that's like in between that I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't know. It's just there's something about it that. I have to agree with you is catchy, but I think it's just so um what Steven was saying. It it just doesn't it it's it's only interesting. It's not something I am gonna uh like nothing that I wanna seek like after or talk about this, but yeah. Um, I mean like it's not I'm I didn't put it on my playlist, but also if I list if it comes up. Like at all, I won't be mad and I'll enjoy it. Yeah, like yeah. I, I do like this song a lot actually, <laughs> but not it's not like playlist worthy for me right now. Yeah. Um. Oh, sorry. One more musical note. At least, like, in spite of the song being so like more hollow and like um, sparse in their arrangement, I think what they did well was to offset that, especially in the chorus, because the chorus the that part, the instrumentals is like barely any different than the verse. So they offset it by just filling it up with harmonies. And I thought that was a really good choice because the chorus feels so full in spite of their instrumental not being very full. So I thought it was like smart choices like that in the production. Nice. All right. Uh, do you guys have anything else you want us that you... I mean, it's the single. Oh. I'll give you guys a third one if you I want. Do. I, do have, <laughs> I do have one more thing. Uh, about the instrumental as well because I, I find it I, I love it so much the, actually I'm surprised I didn't bring this up earlier it's my favorite part of it so like how y'all mentioned with the the flute and the bass like they feel like they're sort of like at odds at each other or sort of fighting each other but I feel like 
that sort of discorded piano that comes in. Oh. That's really what pulls it together for me. Yeah. And then that's when the song started to make sense to me. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then as it kept coming in, I was like, oh, no, I know, I love this element of it. It really, I think it adds that the perfect roundness or depth to it that it needed. So that, that, that piano was my favorite sound in, mm-hmm. the, in the song. And I loved it, kind of came in the offbeat in the chorus, yes. which was really good. And uh, I think it also kicked in in Jaehyun's uh, lines in the beginning. And yep. Jaehyun is probably my bias in this. Yeah. Yeah. Chuck, who's your bias? Who's your 127 bias? Oh, I mean… I feel like it'd be a Taeyong dude. Yeah. I do I, I, I do love Taeyong. I do. I do. It's… Well… Okay. Um, you know me. I love the Maknes. And mm. I love the… I love That's the… True. I just love the fun people. So, I'm either… Ah uh, boy, you know what? This is gonna this is gonna seem weird. I'm actually either Heichan or uh, Jungwoo. Oh, oh Jungwoo, like, cool. I, Jungwoo. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm either one of those two. Mm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. There's a Tae, uh, he he's too um, or Taeyong is too um, too perfect. He's too <laughs> yeah yeah. It's too perfect. Too subdued for me. Like I too I like I, I need the I need the wacky people. I get and it. So I think I. Okay, if I had to pick, it would probably be Hei Chan. But okay. that's just that's just gut feeling. Plus, uh, any any like two people who remind me of you and me, Alan Mark, that's who I graduate. <laughs> and so I, I'm pretty sure they're like right there. The um, <laughs> they become like a duo. Mm. They become like a. I think they started their own Instagram channel together. Oh. Or sorry, Instagram account. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, that's it. Um. But yes, uh, yeah, I don't um, have anything more to say about the song, but I do have a couple things that I want to say about the music video. Let's, if you guys are ready to let's get jump into, into it. that, okay? So I thought it was neat how they were kind of carrying, kind of the not the aesthetic, but just a lot of the outfits felt like. Very like NCT Dream, like the hot sauce um, mm. music video. There's a lot of like glitter, like a lot of like flame, like milieu going on. Um, but it almost feels like a more refined and adult version, like a more stylish version. When NCT Dream is trying to be more like Gen Z, this one feels a little bit trendier or, you know, like a little bit. Um, fancier and I just loved every single outfit every single set that they had like the initial one with like the black and like the yellow red flame kind of action and then the all black one and then also the, even the all white outfits like they were just so they were so cool and I, I just wanted to point that out at the at the top because that was my very first note it's just these outfits are so crazy and ridiculous um and then I could go further um, after that. But uh, what did you guys think about? Like, do you guys have a favorite outfit, or like, what did you guys think about the outfits? It was were they were they as weird as the song itself? Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Okay, well, you know, uh, Al- well, Alan Mark actually made when he was talking about the song, he made a prediction or like kind of a, a guess about the f- the future sounds of K-pop. 
Ooh, here we a go. A while ago, I made a prediction <laughs> about <laughs> yes, uh, a quarterly trends in, in K-pop music videos. Yes, uh, and I'm glad NCT is helping fulfill that with their whole Western uh, outfits. Um, I thought, I well, the one actually that I remember the most is probably was it Doyo with where he was like. His shirt was just open. <laughs> I just remember. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Do- um, Doyoung and then like yeah, white Johnny. Was it, no, was, oh, I think it was John, Johnny. Oh, Johnny and his abs. Right? Johnny's the one yeah. always showing up his front section. Yeah, I was like, mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But also front that like the white one with the, like the fringe, fringe yeah. coming up. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I appreciate the whole uh, Western like. W- neon western uh aesthetic this video had um and one quick note related to that you know people a lot of people have been talking about uh how they're big fans of uh roy kent and coach beard <laughs> oh yeah i like the lasso <laughs> in the video <laughs> <laughs> i thought it was really cool the way that they were made that it was Really cool effect. Nice. <laughs> Sorry, I laughed loud on that one. That was good. <laughs> no, you. no, that was a good. That was good. I didn't see that, that good. Um, side note: um, I saw this hilarious tweet because I forget uh, who said it, but in twenty, it, basically in twenty twenty two, they're gonna find the next James Bond, and somebody just quoted it and said. Your search is over, and it was a picture of Roy Kent in his like all black mm-hmm. assistant <laughs> yeah. coach suit. So good. Okay. Um, uh, let's see. I don't know what. What? Where? Where did this take place? I, I'm assuming <laughs> Las Vegas, but like, maybe uh, it's Re- maybe it's Reno casino. actually. <laughs> yeah, c- Cowboys Metropolis with neon lights all over the place. Like I had no idea. <laughs> that was another thing. I was like, "What is this? What well, is there the palm message? trees? There were like yeah. little palm trees on the buildings." <laughs> I just don't understand. I mean, if they <laughs> maybe it, what Stephen was saying, they're trying to tie in more of the Western milieu, but like this is like this is beyond Western. This is I don't even know what it is anymore. It's just, but it, it was cool. Baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, future, future Vegas, future Texas. This is what Texas is gonna look like in the year thirty twenty twenty one, probably a thousand years from now. Um, but I had to give a quick... <laughs> Sorry, yeah, <laughs> that's a long time. It's, it's gonna be that. yeah. But who knows if the sun uh, <laughs> doesn't explode by then? Um, but yeah, I, I speaking of thirty twenty twenty one, um, I have to talk about how adorable that cowboy dog was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forget mm. who was holding tail the dog, but tail. Oh yeah, it's just so. I just love that. Not only do we get one scene with it, but we got like a extreme close up shot. So cool. That that, that might be my favorite outfit um, in the whole music video. Um, okay, uh, Al Mark, what what else? Uh, what else did you like about this this guy? About this guy? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I I think I think I was more so curious. Like uh, at first, like with a song called Sticker, I'm like, what the hell is a song called Sticker going to be about? Um, but then when I saw all these like Calibi concepts, I was like, oh, this song was probably supposed to be called Stick Up. <laughs> but then I think they wanted <laughs> to avoid any illusion, like 
to guns, so they change it to sticker. Uh, which is why oh. I all like the cowboy. Like they have lines like our logo in the shape of a gun, or the chorus ends with throw your hands up. I'm like, oh, that's gotta be about stick up. But um because they went with the um the the theme and like uh, the choreography wise, which is going with sticker actually. I do like the choreography when they go in the chorus. And they go like a sticker, like their hand is the sticker that they're peeling mm. off and stuff like that. I thought that was really cool. It's like, it's so like cool and mellow that goes along with like how they sing it with that like uh, the vocal fry. So I thought mm. that, was, that was cool. And the vocal fry itself sounds like like you're ripping off a, like mm-hmm. that that sound when you rip off a sticker. The uh, it's it's great that you mentioned the some of the choreography because I, I thought they meshed it really well with some of the transitions. Um, mm-hmm. I really liked. Um, I mean, Stephen, you were talking about the lasso. I think there was like some lasso camera movement going mm-hmm. on. Um, but yeah, I also enjoyed anytime. I forget. I think it was the. St- stick a part right when, when they would zoom into the hands and then it would like zoom out to like a bigger picture or something like that it would zoom into different scenes i i you, you guys know me i really appreciate any like awesome cinematography tricks that i see with these music videos so mm-hmm. that one was really cool and um i have to give a shout out to mark who has like some awesome gun singing um moves at the very end i'm assuming that was mark I, it mm-hmm. was very quick i didn't get a chance to, I'm, I'm assuming that was mark um, but the way he like flung the gun guns up, or yeah, he, he flinged. Sorry, he flinged the guns up and then down back into his holster. And I was just like, I don't know if that was planned, chore- like choreography wise, but I really enjoyed that. Really enjoyed that part. Um, yeah. What, Stephen? Do you have anything else you want to say about um, this? Yeah. Just to touch on the choreo, I think. In the chorus, in the chorus, uh, like I think they change or they modify the chorus choreography each time they do it. But I mean, they do keep that sticker part. But I, I think my favorite chorus was just the first one. I, they, I thought that one looked the best to me. Um, but I, I still haven't mm-hmm. seen the live versions yet, so I'm just basing this mm-hmm. off the video. Um, which oh, and the, by the way, the, the video I saw for the first time at a family gathering where I found out NCT is like one of my cousins or they are her favorite group. Um, so, wow. Yeah, we, we were just, I heard like someone just started playing like BTS videos on the TV and then that happened. eventually, yeah, it, yeah <laughs> they we just watched Sticker there and it was very fun. Did, did your cousin know that you were, um, you were, one third well of all you invest- can eat. Well invested, yeah. Well invested in a K-pop podcast. Uh, no, uh, she still doesn't know. Ooh. <laughs> but one Steven, of that's one another more, of my cousins. Does. Yeah, one. My Is your cousin from does. Brazil? Okay. okay. <laughs> no. Oh, okay, okay. No, no, no. <laughs> San Jose. <laughs> cool. That's funny. San Ho, you know. Um, okay. Um, all right. I think that concludes our discussion on sticker. I think. Yeah, that's <laughs> I a want lot. to move yeah. on to some of these other that songs. Was a lot. Yeah. 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 So um, okay, let's move on to track number two, entitled "Lemonade." Um, Alan Mark, I'll have you start our discussion on this one. 
Yeah. Uh, so this one I actually heard first before anything else in the album because they released like the video like a week or so before. Um, and I was like, at first I was scared. I was like, oh no, is this going to be my misfit for the album? But as the song continued, <laughs> it sounds dope. But one part I definitely want to uh, point out. Uh, I love Jaehyun's part in the first verse. That's like, my favorite when he does the really fast rap. And I love that it's sandwiched between Hey Chan starting it and then how he extends his end where it's like, no, 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 no. Like the staccato sandwich between two legato parts. Cool. Love it. Awesome. So, yeah, but this sounds cool. I like it. Steven, what yeah. about you? Um, I The point that I will mention is the part in the chorus um, where it's like the end of the chorus where they pair the line tastes like lemonade, but it's like mm-hmm. someone someone's rapping and then someone else is singing over it at the same time. I thought yeah. that sounded really cool. And I think my favorite one of those was uh, Hei-chan singing and Yuta doing the rap part. So nice. that, w- that was really cool each time they did it. The uh, I'm glad you guys brought up those notes because my note is all about the bridge. And Ooh. I very oh. much... Yeah. I very much enjoyed that part of the song. That was probably my favorite part. And it was so brief. I wanted a little bit more. I, I would... I would Love to hear that song on its own if they exploded that bridge. But it was just so, it was so pretty. We we talk a lot about uh, these like spacey type sounds, and this is very galactical in that same sense. Um, the synth was just so dreamy sounding, and it was just, it was very good. And um, that's my standout for this for this song. Are we uh, two for two? Uh, no, no favorites yet for either of us. No favorites yet, but no I do. Favorite. want okay, there's one right, part right. that I want to mention, but it'll pass, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Just do it, do it. We we, we were really uh, quick with this. Oh, yeah, yeah. the po- the post bridge part where like all those drums come in. I love that like compressed Phil Collins drum they brought in mm. that part. I thought that was a cool change of pace. So that's all. Yeah. All right, let's move on to track number three, entitled. Breakfast. Um, Steven, why don't you go first sure. this time? So this was not my favorite, but it was one of my favorites on the album. Um, it, it has this really like clubby house sound, oh, yeah. um, which I feel like I've been hearing more from SM uh, artists mm. over the past year or so. Um but I guess, uh, man, my note, I guess, uh, would be that I looked up like the translated lyrics to this, but you don't really need to. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I would just say that this one, I've used this phrase or this term before, but I would say this song is in conversation with Wano's open mind. But yeah. <laughs> oh, that okay, not. okay. Oh man, you should okay. hear you should hear Mark Lee try to explain what the song's about. <laughs> oh. oh wow. It's just a good Christian boy. <laughs> Trying his best. Oh. I um I have to agree with you, Steven. <laughs> this is not my favorite song, but is also one of my favorites. Um, uh, for the same reasons that you liked it, I liked it. Um, but if we're gonna, if I can point out one part 
I think it was before it was right before the last chorus. There was this uh there's kind of like this harmony moment where it was like it uh, I can't think of the the genre, the musical genre. Hold on. I'm I'm skipping around. I can't find it right now. But it was just this really pretty like two seconds and I I had to make a note of it because it was just so um I forget how it sounded. It was like na 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 na. It was like this descending harmony moment and I was like, "Whoa, that was really fast." And I had to go rewind the song again and just listen to it again because it like stopped me in my tracks. I was like, "This is awesome. What a great part of the song." Um I'll find it while you're talking, Alan Mark, but it's mm-hmm. it's it was a standout for me for the mm-hmm. song. But yes, I also very much enjoyed the song. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Really like the song. Not my favorite though. Um, but it's still a really good song, really fun one to listen to. Um yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna <clears throat> say too much more. Similar things with the sound, really like it, uh house style. Um, it reminded me of like this sort of is closer to what you expect with futuristic, um, uh, quite like full arrangement type of songs, like their pa- uh, past single Superhuman aligns with that. Uh, but this one really, I think, reminds me the most of uh, one of my favorite EXO songs, Lucky One. I thought that mm. one, uh, this sort of has that same vibe and feels more the same to that than Superhuman. So um, that's probably why I really like this song a lot. Nice. Okay, you guys ready to move on to track? Did you find the number... part? Oh no, I forgot oh. to. Sorry. <laughs> I was I was just so distracted listening to Alan Mark. My bad. Uh, That's where right. is it? <laughs> Get that time. I don't I don't know where it is yeah. anymore. Oh. I know everyone's sorry. This is like, okay, I'll, I, I have no <laughs> time okay. to. Um, sorry. Uh, maybe I'll uh, sometime in our discussion, I'll tell you, like, <laughs> I remember. Okay. It was exactly 147. 23. <laughs> 127. <laughs> 161. That was so close. Yeah. Um, All right. Are we ready to move on to track number four, guys? Can I mention one quick thing? Yes. Uh, for do each it. of the three tracks, I think. We've had these three really smooth bridge sections, and uh, I guess I don't know. That kind of leads up into the next song we're gonna talk about. <laughs> All right, ooh, great insight. Okay, track number four <laughs> is entitled "Focus," and um, do you guys want to keep going the same order? Me, Alan, Mark, Stephen, whatever feels right. Up. Does anybody really want to talk about this song? Um. Yes, because this is yeah. my favorite song of the album. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you sh- you should go first then. It's Me also or- my favorite song. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> oh man, is that you, you can't see that, but it's two stars. two stars. It's my favorite song oh, as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, hat trick is what I was going <laughs> That's why I didn't want to go first because I just I wanted to see oh, okay. if anybody else wanted it too. Oh my god! Okay, oh, let's just shut the let's okay. shut the episode down. It has to be okay. We might have to close out the first half on this song. Okay. 
Oh, man. Oh, yeah. What's it? Oh, we're at 52 minutes. We got them. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Let's let's try to let's try to see what each of us would say, or let's think about what each of us would say about this song. Oh man. Um, so, okay. Save the guitar for Steven. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Um, I, I will start by saying I found it very hard to focus when I was listening to this <laughs> song because it was just so, it was so dreamy and it was just so, it had so much, um, well one, it is a fantastic alternative R&B track. It has the sweeping synths, um, it, great instrumentals and like seamless transitions between each part. Like there were no gaps where you like, needed to feel like you had to just change your mood. Like you just flowed through this entire track. And that's why I, I found it hard to focus because I was just, I, w- I was trying to listen to it while working. And then I was not working anymore because I would just pay attention to the song. It was just so, so many parts to it that I enjoyed. Um, okay, somebody else go. Oh man. Okay. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, Chuck, you touched upon it. Like it's just, uh, like with this song, I know, like, with, I focus a lot on the arrangement on sticker. This one is more so just, focus. like, vibes. Oh, focus. Yeah, no, yeah, sticker was yeah. all arrangement for me. This one's all just vibes. Because, like, that, yeah, R&B, neo-soul uh, vibe that exudes with the with the sound. I love the melody. I love how it transitions from uh, in and out of each other. Especially going into the chorus, the, I can't wait no more. And then... The arrangement just like opens up and then it goes into that really beautiful chorus. Oh, uh, it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> um, I Yeah, it just makes me feel good because it's so smooth and just like sultry. And the vocals are incredible. Like everyone that does... Um, uh, that does like vocals, the melodic vocals on this, just so really, everyone sounds great, so... All right, uh, let's give it to Steven. I might have more notes <laughs> later, but I want to hear what you want to say. Yeah, I I probably... Hmm. Well, I'll start just like... Because with Sticker, I was talking about how I felt the instruments were disjointed. or And they kind of sounded very separate from each other and at uh, like resisting or struggling against each other. But instrumentally on focus... Everything like just worked together. I, I think in sticker it worked together in a certain way, but on focus it like it really just meshed to give this really full sound um, to give off those those vibes that Alan Mark uh, was talking about. Um, I mean, I love that with the instruments also like just working together. I liked how at the end of the pre-chorus that last line runs into. The chorus too, so I thought that was really cool. Um, and I, if we haven't really talked too much about like anyone's specific rapping yet, but mm, this is the I time. really liked. Yeah, the Taeyong, mm-hmm. Johnny, and Mark. Each of their delivery on this was really cool. Like kind of, kind of off the beat at times, and then almost sounding like this stream of consciousness. Mm-hmm. Uh, like delivery, it was it was so cool. Like kind of conversational too. I, I love the way they sounded and the best yeah. up to this point. Yeah, I, I wrote it down as it's sort of almost like a lazy direction when it came to mm-hmm. how they uh, 
how they performed it. Like it sort of drags and it works so well because this song is so flowy that it feels like they're getting just swept up with it. I particularly love, it's short, but I like Johnny's part particularly. I really like that. The, the, oh God, how's that? I'm not going to try and replicate it right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And the, on the beat during that section, they have that really old school like hit. I, I don't know what it is, but. It also oh. comes back. Yeah, yeah. that one like kind of higher pitched one. Like I, a, I really a woodblock or a cowbell if they like had mm-hmm. a child. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, so good. Cowblock. Cowblock. <laughs> cowblock. I have a fever. <laughs> or cowblock. That's <laughs> a cowblock. Um, I'm fitted in yeah, my I don't song think I and the only, <laughs> the only cure is. I, I don't think I could have said it any better than you guys it this really i i didn't really need to write too many notes on this one i just it was more of a feeling and like um it really the, the 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 fact that um it was just it was like beyond vibes for me it was definitely the like the most um silkiest of oh, so silky moods and yeah, uh, moods and whatnot, but it was just, I don't know, it was just, it, it just insert any experience you want, like eating chocolate cake or, I don't know, yeah. winning the lotto or something. It was just such a good, like, package of feeling and that it, it, it was like, also just felt like the right amount of time in that space because like once yeah. you were done with it, you were kind of just like, yeah, that that it wasn't too short or too long. It was just perfect. And mm-hmm. so I really enjoyed yeah. that part. Oh, tying to the not too short, not too long. I like that it felt like it was going to end after Jaehyun's part, after all the raps. But then it mm-hmm. keeps going after that. Yeah. Like, I think when I first <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, is the song already over? But no, there, it just instrumental came back in and just kept going, which is which is a great touch. What a yeah. treat. I really yeah. liked Jaehyun's part. And I thought… It like rounded out that section really well. Mm-hmm. And then it came back with or returned to the other yeah. part of the song. So I, I love that. Wonderful. Yeah. Okay. Also well, melodically I, I think, too. Oh, good. Yeah. Just like I just love the when they sing the I can't wait till we chill. That part's yeah. so nice. It's nice and nostalgic. Kind of gives me like neo vibes also a little bit. Mm-hmm. Just how that melody works. Mm. So I thought it was really like really, really pretty. And also another credit for Ryan Jun on this one. He's all over this album. So. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Shout out Ryan Juna. Okay. <laughs> uh, do you guys I mean this is our favorite song, so I want to give us some, as much time. I, I think I'm good though. So if yeah. uh, I think I touched on everything. Wanna... Yeah. Everyone sounds great. Everyone hits their falsettos nicely. Mm-hmm. Tail sounds amazing. Do young. Sounds amazing. Like, they all sound good. So, yeah. Love it. Yeah. Cool. Steve, do you have anything else you want to say? Uh, yeah, I'm good. Cool. Me too. All right. Well, that was only track number four of 11. <laughs> so, we will try to like oh, smash through these I tracks. I got one, se- one sentence for each song yeah, now. We just, yeah. just do it. One idea Wait. only. So, um, well, when we come back, we will talk about the rest of the album. And we will also have a game brought to you by me. And I remembered to come up with the game. So don't worry, everyone. <laughs> um, so I know it's been like a month since I've been on All You Can Eat. I mean, I was on 
was it Hyuna? Yeah, yeah, I was on the Hyuna. Hyuna and Don, yeah. Yeah. But I'm back to host this week's game. So stick around uh, and we'll see you on the B-side. Stick around. Stick around. <laughs> stick around. Stick them up. Alright, welcome back to the B-Side. As you already know, we like to play a game when we come back from break. And this week's game is brought to you by me. So this is our 42nd game, guys. Um, we are close to... I don't think... There there are many opportunities for Steven to catch up. We'll see. Maybe. But right now, Alamark has a commanding lead. And so I am hosting this game. So hopefully, Steven has a chance and uh, succeeds. So, what game are we going to play, guys? Well, I got to give you guys a little bit of backstory. Okay, so due to the added <laughs> pressure from media and the public, Lee Suman <laughs> decided to hold a competition with the members of NCT 127 <laughs> to decide who the ultimate bias should be. He kidnapped and trapped them in a house uh, well, I, I don't know if I, uh, you, due to their own volition, and conducted a series of games, eliminating those that were not worthy. Mm, he called oh no. these games. Oh no! Sticker game. <laughs> 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 oh my God! We have to post just that. On, yes. Uh, yes. Well, Oh no, I've only seen the first episode. Will this spoil anything for me? No, it will not. Okay, good. Nothing (laughs) will be spoiled. Okay. (laughs) Your job is to figure out which NCT 127 member lost each game. So there was a four episode, like just a fun... um, They were in a house together. I forget. It was called like Sticker something. I forget what they called it. Um... But it was just four like 30-minute episodes. And it was just them hanging out in a house together and just playing games. And so they would play games to decide who would do some of the chores or who would do some of the activities. So you're not going to see them play the games. You're just going to guess based on who you see uh, who lost the game. And so there are enough images to knock out... (laughs) Um, I, di- I didn't put. Uh, w- I, th- there is no win-win because he uh, lost, lost um, <laughs> this round. But <laughs> I have the other nine members, so eight members got eliminated. Your final question wow. would be: Who is the ultimate winner of the sticker game? So, let's begin. Game number one. Oh, sorry. So we're choosing right, who go. lost. So, there are three members who lost this game. The game that they were playing was they would flip cards down, and anytime you saw five 
sets of a certain fruit, you had the first one to ring the bell would, I guess, win. So three of these members, there's oh, there's five total. <laughs> you can't really see them, but based on like their physique and you can see some hair going out. I will tell you, it's it was this person, this person, and this person. Wow. So your your job is to guess based on style, just your best guess. How Which you three order these from names? the? <laughs> was it the order of these names? How did you decide that? Oh, I, I just went on like list of NCT one twenty seven. Oh, got it. <laughs> so for this question, we have three. We list three names, right? Correct. Yes. Okay. And then once you list those three names. Those names will not come up again. They've been eliminated from this round. <laughs> this feels like it's so wrong, but it also feels like it makes the most sense. <laughs> Who had that posture? Right. That's posture. Oh, sorry. I, I was sharing music. Sorry. <laughs> I was putting my face closer to the screen, even though I realized I could stretch the shared screen a lot bigger. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, let me know when you guys are good. I think so. I'm probably wrong, yeah, but it'd okay. be, be funny if it you was can go back. You, you know, you can compare your notes. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Next game that they played. So they were all in the kitchen, and they were playing this oh. this toy game where they would sh shove like plastic swords into a barrel, and there was a pirate. And so, whoever one what one person lost um, from that game, and they were uh, they were tasked with, um, yeah, they were tasked with. Oh, I didn't put this guy's head low enough. Oh no, um, they were tasked with cooking the meat for the whole group. So it's just one person, and that person is not on the screen. So. Ooh. They're in the kitchen cooking. So who would be a, a cook? Do you think who would? Well, it wouldn't matter would because they just lost the cook. game, right? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Who will perform this necessary cooking task? Alright. I'm really hoping there's no tie. Okay. <laughs> I'll have to figure it out later. If there is a tie. Alright. I have a Okay. Answer. Okay, next. Next. <laughs> <laughs> so um a really popular game that they love to play is the one where they um I forget what it's called. I, I heard him say 369, but I don't know if that's the real name. 
Uh, you basically can't talk and you just like create shapes and then you have to point to the next person and you, have to, you know it's it's that game where you you try to you transfer the whoever's turn is next and if you're not paying attention then you lose kind of thing so one person lost and it's this person right here okay and this person was tasked with cleaning up the table for the whole group so which person is over here and I know it's kind of tough so you, you can see some of the outfits already you can eliminate some of them clearly this is the person who was cooking the meat so oh oh boy general fashion sense style I know it's very tough this is basically a there's no way you would ever know who would be who these people would be, but your best guess. Alright. You guys are good? I think so. Yes. Okay. I have, I have no Next idea game. Now, in order to decide who would be washing all the dishes. They played a game of Jenga. Oh boy. Who lost this game and was eliminated from the, the sticker game? You should have four choices left, I believe. Oh man. Might need to replace one of Oh, I think I might have I might remember seeing a tw a clip on Twitter about them playing Jenga. I'm trying to remember who oh, was still there. Re replace one name maybe. <laughs> Oddly enough, there are numbers on these Jenga pieces, like the numbers of each of the participants of Squid Game. <laughs> All right, you guys are good? Yes. I don't mean, I don't really... know if I'm good, but... <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, then your final question. This was not really a game, but it was just more like whoever decided to volunteer themselves. So two people, these two people who are standing right now decided to cook breakfast for the whole group. Oh. They cooked. Um, it looked like there was some kimchi evolved, sausage, eggs. No. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so who's left? <laughs> there should be three people left. Okay. People. Oh. Oh, man. That feels wrong. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. These don't seem right. <laughs> but, okay. <laughs> All right, and so your final person should be the winner of the sticker game. That'll be your final question. Okay. Who is it? <laughs> oh my god. 
Yes, I mean, yes, I mean, I mean. All right. All right. Send the answers. Okay. I think. Send me your answers. Yeah. I did end up with a good winner. Uh, all right. I'll write this down here. Okay. <laughs> Where's grayish? Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. Shoot. I'm so sorry. It's possible to have gotten each of these wrong. No, one hundred percent possible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We have a winner. Oh no. <laughs> Judging by that laugh, I think it's Steven. <laughs> no, I'm just surprised that we had a winner. Oh boy. Okay. All right, let's go over the answers. Okay. 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 <laughs> So the first game, which was the grocery store game. Um, oh, sorry, let me get your answers to the side. Oh, all right. Oh, okay. Uh -oh. I, okay didn't yeah, sorry, sorry. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. I didn't. That's okay. That's okay. I already have your answers. Your final answers. All right. So, Stephen, you guessed Johnny, Heichan, and Yuta. Yes. Alan, Mark, you guessed Mark, Johnny. <laughs> And Taeyong. Okay. The answer was Mark, Johnny, oh. and Hechan. <laughs> so you both got, got two. two. Got two. Yeah. We both got Johnny. I knew one was Mark Lee. I knew for sure one was Mark Lee. Oh, the Hechan was wearing that shirt. Okay. I thought Johnny, I thought Johnny, Johnny was wearing that, that shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Okay. Wow. Okay, so, not bad so um, far elsewhere. So then you did very great for this first one, and you did horribly for the other <laughs> So uh, I'm just going to no, go no, through no, them Obviously. Right <laughs> so yeah, the, if we got one wrong. <laughs> so the person, who, <laughs> the person who decided to cook, or the person who was uh, sent to cook the meat 
was uh, was Ta- oh, Taeyong. Okay. And, oh, he, and, and with him saying, "Is this how mothers feel?" <laughs> he is While the leader. For the food to eat. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So then, um, what was the third one? Did we was get? That... Did either of us get Taeyong for this? Or get no, 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 no. Uh, no. Yeah. Steven, you put tail, and then I put um, I put Utah. Utah. Yeah. Well. Okay. So for the three also, six those nine hoodies game, are dope. I know. Yeah. NCIT? Um, no. What is it? Yeah. NCIT? NCIT. Okay. So you two both put the same <laughs> answer for 369. But I, you were both incorrect. It was actually Tao uh, who decided to clean I've up. I've never seen like, Tao clean up. <laughs> <laughs> I was so sure Jungwoo was going to wear that shirt. Like that kind of shirt. Right. Okay. That's fine. All right. So it's funny you mentioned, you both mentioned Jongwoo because the person who lost the Jenga game wow. was Jongwoo. Wow. He, he was the one who dropped it all. I know it looks like Tail, but it was really Jongwoo. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> so still two. Still two. Okay. Now, the morning there? breakfast question. Oh, man. I already know. These were the two people who volunteered to cook. Oh dear lord. Oh my god. It was Yuta <laughs> and Doyle. So that means Oh my god. That means the winner of sticker game and the winner of this round of how you can eat. Oh wow. Wait. I will is Elmar, if the majority of us decide to end the game. <laughs> <laughs> He hasn't seen that. Oh. <laughs> he doesn't know episode two. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> All right. We'll find out. I'll find out soon. Oh, I thought they mentioned. Okay. But well, oh. they did mention it in the, before they started the first game, actually. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Oh, wow. so, so, clause number three. So, congratulations, wow. Steven. Steven and his bias. Wow. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I didn't even. Uh. I didn't even plan that. But. The moment I saw the moment I saw Hei Chan as a grocery store loser, I was like, "Oh, I lost this oh. game because I had him as my winner." <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was feeling pretty good. Oh, yeah, when I didn't see Jaehyun for a while, I was feeling good. Yeah, I almost put Jaehyun in the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> I love that we both thought like Johnny. Was Johnny wearing was wearing that shirt. That shirt. <laughs> <laughs> but he was part of it, but just the wrong yeah. shirt. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so man. funny. But it's okay. also like, well, I knew Mark Mark yeah. was going to be one of them. Also, I think I know his posture enough where it's like the one <laughs> on the left was him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How funny. Okay. Well, congratulations, Steven. That was, um, you survived this round. Um, so, uh, let me stop the, <laughs> the nice. Squid Game soundtrack in the background. <laughs> oh, and Wait, also, don't worry. And stop the recording. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. There you go. Okay, cool. Um, let's move on to the final seven tracks really quickly as we run through this. Oh, yeah. Um, it doesn't even matter because we don't really like these songs. It's all about focus anyway. <laughs> these are whatever songs. Um, so, um, let me... Uh, <laughs> Wait. I did... Oh, it doesn't matter. Okay, so track number five, The Rainy Night. Um, I'm sure we all thought of the same thing. This is very much a 
almost like a boys to men sounding ballad. Um, I really did picture them like singing in like trench coats in mm. in the rain, like on like a a, a a lit up street corner, like one street lamp kind of thing. That that was the the vision I was getting. But you know, uh, boys to men ballad is all you really need to need to all you really need to know. It's just very beautiful sounding vocals and piano parts and whatnot. Um, so yeah. Oh, uh, what did you guys think? I also wrote down Boys to Men, but specifically for this harmony in verse two that they do. Um, and I also had a note about this feeling like uh, a city, at, like wandering in an empty city at night, mm. maybe when it's raining a little bit. Uh, but my, <laughs> I guess my one complaint about this song is... I feel like they abandoned that like soft keys or soft synth sound that they had in the beginning. Uh, I, th- I thought they went away from that too quickly. Um, but to me, it almost felt like they were saying, we could go for that direction for the song, but that's not what we're going to do. Um, and mm-hmm. then they went with like piano like and a different sound. So I, I would have liked them to continue that that softer synth sound for a little bit longer, at least. What about you, Amar? Uh, yeah, actually, I don't have a lot here. It sticks out on this album because it sort of just feels like a standard ballad amongst all these other very more forward-moving sounds. So, yeah. Uh, I don't have a lot of notes. I was like, okay, it's it's a ballad. <laughs> so, cool. it's, it's it's the vocals are really good on it, though. But um, But, yeah, it's just very... Kind of basic as a ballad, also. Yeah. Um, but a very pretty still, but also compared to everything else, pretty basic. All right. I love it. Straight to the point. Moving on to track number six entitled Far. Um, Stephen, why don't you start? Sure. Uh, the song, first few listens, was pretty, I thought it was pretty unremarkable. Um, but then it did grow on me more. But still, it's not one of my favorites. Um, I think what I, I would say is uh, Johnny stood out, especially for his high note in this song. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also have a new uh, addition to my bedtime ritual where I will just look at my <laughs> bed and say, get ready, dreaming area. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you uh you turn down the light yeah you uh blow the candle play focus or you light quick. the candle oh yeah no <laughs> focus real quick <laughs> and then get ready dreaming area <laughs> <laughs> can't stop me oh, from going to sleep <laughs> Uh, that was a way better note than what I was going to say. Yep, I should have went first. Okay, Alamark, <laughs> what, what, why did you follow follow that up? Yeah, another song that I think I do enjoy listening to, but um, it doesn't stand out compared to other songs that I really like. Um, the one note that I will say, uh, God, there is actually some good lyrical, a lyrical line I do want to mention, but um, I do want, the thing I did want to mention was I love the synth, the main synth sequence that goes on throughout the 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 song but also every time i hear it 
all I hear is Usher singing, There goes my baby. Oh. <laughs> so that's yeah. that's my note. Besides that one lyrical note that I won't bring up. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, great minds think alike because that was my note as well. <laughs> oh, there goes my baby? <laughs> yeah. What? I was just like, I was like, this sounds so familiar. And then I went on uh, the Google app. Yeah, the <laughs> and then I started. Hum- <laughs> I started humming. I was like, na 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 na, and then it just said, "Were you thinking of Usher's?" There goes my baby. And nice. I was like, "Yes, that is. That's nice. the one I was thinking of." Oh so, man, I should have said my lyrical note then instead of and gave you that note. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. That's totally fine. Okay, that's all I really wanted to say okay. about far anyway. Okay. <laughs> so, okay, I'll say it. It's just the line okay, that say says. It. Just say it. Go nuts, go nuts, till we go bust, go bust. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> There's no sexual innuendo with that, right? <laughs> I, I feel like they should have saved that. No, or they should have said that for rainy night or um, magic carpet ride. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's let's keep let's keep this going. I like I like this rapid fire uh, commentary. Okay. Track number seven. <laughs> Bring the, the noise. The shortest second half of an episode we've ever. Had. I know. It's <laughs> quick. <laughs> 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 okay, bring the noise. I wrote that this was almost my misfit. Wow. Um, it was really uh, all those cheesy English lines. Like, um, I don't think I ne- I don't need as much because it just sounds like uh, one of those like uh, emphasized ending words that you would have like in a rap song or something. But it just sounded so dated. Uh, I forget some of the words that they. I just tuned them out, but. But yeah, the chorus sort of saved the song for me. Um, but otherwise, it was very close to being straight up misfit for me. What about you, Elmark? Um, I think this is probably one of my top three favorite songs of the album, actually. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, like, I think because… Especially after how melodically driven like the past like four or five songs were before this one. Uh, I like that we went straight into like this very noise heavy song. And I think it was a very welcome moment in the album. I like where it's placed compared to everything else. Um, and I, I know I just like it. It's like gritty and like it goes like I, I know I think I like how it goes hard. Especially the second half of the song I think is great. Particularly… Jaehyun's rap sing part where that cowbell woodblock comes back in. Yeah. And uh yeah, it's it's so good, especially sandwiched between uh Mark and Johnny's part. I thought that was really a nice touch. It does have like very very hints of like stray kids going on throughout the um especially with like the do-do parts, like mm-hmm. very much sounds like oh, yeah. God's menu, not God's plan. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Steven, what about you? Did did this song bring the noise? Uh I thought it was I thought it was okay. But <laughs> I thought like this this was what uh, I thought more of the songs would sound like for one two seven. Mm. Um yeah. but I, I do like this one more than Misfit, uh which was you, but 
I think this was a good, I, I mean, I, I did like this. It had that super low bass. It had those 808s in the chorus that were really cool. And uh, I know Hitchhiker was on like the producer on this track. And I know only one of his songs that are under his name. It's called Eleven. It has the wildest video. Um, mm-hmm. But this song, you could like hear Hitchhiker, uh, I think, very clearly on this track. Yeah, so I, I did like that. <clears throat> oh, but I do feel like it ended too abruptly. It just ends <laughs> like it, like it. It still has this intensity, but then I, f- I think it just kind of turns off, which I thought was oh, uh, yeah odd. Yeah. All right. Um. Okay. So wait, who who said? That Magic Carpet Ride was going to be someone's favorite? Was that I you, Steven? I had it as a possibility for Alan Mark, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, why did you think Magic Carpet Ride would be Alan Mark's favorite? Um, we'll start there for our discussion on track number eight. I think partly because it is a melodically driven song. And it's like right. it does allow the, the members to show off their vocals. Um and it does have a really nice chorus also. So I, I was thinking that could be one of the... <laughs> uh, like, I think, yeah, that might might have been one of his favorites. Because I, I, I was going to say, not not uh, about the melodic uh, parts about it, but definitely the 90s R&B, R&B mm. vibes <clears throat> definitely would have been a favorite from Alan Mark. So yeah. I, I could have I seen that. I I was having that close to be what I thought would be your favorite as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, outside of Focus, which would, was the obvious choice. Um, and it was obviously correct. Yeah. yeah. But I, 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 the standout for me was uh, just the synths. Very, very throwbacky synths. Um, who, who could you put up there? Uh, just, you know, everyone from like 1995 to like the year 2000, like any R&B slow jam that came out, mm-hmm. this is the exact vibe that it's trying to uh, capture. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought it captured it pretty well. And um, yeah, it's definitely not a sound that I hear too often. So it was kind of, I mean, not a, a sound that, that I don't hear specifically replicated in K-pop so often. And so it's just always welcome because um, it's really the... Uh, this is like a very specific sound of R&B. And so you don't get to hear it that often anymore. And so it was cool. It, it was it was nice to listen to. Yeah. Um, Alan Mark, I, I forget. You said you had three favorites? Uh, or uh, like top, uh, top three. Uh, I actually don't know what the third one would be. <laughs> and maybe oh, okay. probably Lemonade. Lemonade, Focus, mm. and then... Uh, bring the noise, which is three completely different sounds, but <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, um, but yeah, but what did you think about Magic Carpet? Right? No, I think this one is good. I think I prefer out of the ballads on this album. This is the one that I really like out of the the two. Yeah. Um, well, I guess if you count Focus, then uh, I don't count Focus. Focus is its own thing. Um, but yeah, like you mentioned the that R and B. I like ascended to like one twelve or Drew Hill. Mm. Um, that's like the vibe yep. I got. Um, but the note that I really want to note is that one of the co-writers and co-producers, Harvey Mason Jr., who is currently the CEO of the Recording Academy, wrote this song. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, and he's done a lot of songs for like, you know, R&B oh, yeah. here in the States, but also, and he's done a lot of K-pop as well. Um, but another note about Harvey Mason Jr. that I also found out when I was on his Wikipedia page, he played with Steve Kerr at the University of Arizona. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. He was, wow. he was on that basketball team. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then also one other thing he did, which I think, Stephen, you, <laughs> He's had, my uncle. you had this, yeah. uh, I think you had this playlist. It might have been you. It might have been someone else, but I think it's you. He also co-wrote Sorry 2004. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> you you that were was. a huge Ruben Stutter fan. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I have that playlist. Uh, we can share it with all our listeners. <laughs> um, I think my favorite version of that was it was like a I forgot who did it, but it was like this hits for jujitsu. <laughs> some like someone did a recording of. Sorry, 2004. It's really funny. Nice. <laughs> oh, man. Wow, I didn't know there were so many degrees of separation. <laughs> or so many little degrees of separation. Um, okay. Um, great note to end for the Magic Carpet, right? You're welcome. Um, okay, we got three more tracks. We got this. All right, track number nine. This is the song that I thought could have been Steven's favorite. And... I said that because uh, I feel bad for stereotyping you now, Stephen. You just hear a good guitar, and I'm just thinking, Stephen would like a good guitar sound. Mm. And and um, in listening to this song again right now, I still think it is a fantastic, uh, just a guitar riff that kind of flows through the entire song. Um, I was… I was thinking a lot of like very bluesy riffs. I was I had like John Mayer in my head for some reason for some of the runs that were happening. Um, but generally, I just liked how carefree this sound did. It, a lot of the songs prior were like brought you to a whole different place, and like I could tell that I, I was ending the album. Like it was kind of like a, a slow burn with the uh, the remaining tracks, and it was just a nice. Just nice, peaceful exit away from what was loud, I mean, ballady, sad, uh, like smooth, all sorts of things. It's just, this is just the, it almost feels like, um, especially with the time of it coming out, it almost feels like an end of summer kind of um, feeling where you just, the good, like the general carefreeness is, is ending and, um, yeah. I mean, it really did feel like a road trip. I know that that's the name of the song, but like it feels like the perfect song that you would listen to on a road trip as well. So um, that's what I have to say. Um, yeah, yeah go It ahead. does have like a couple things that I always really like in a song. I mean, that nice, clean guitar. And so clean. I, I really love the, the line in the chorus or the melody for the thousands of miles line. With the harmonies mm-hmm. under that. It's just so pretty. Um, I just kept thinking of that 2 p.m. video that uh, where they went and like did that coffee shop. Cafe. Yeah. What's it yeah, called? Yeah, yeah. Coffee? Yeah, cafe. And, yeah. Um, and but this song also just made me think of like this could have been an NCT Dream song too. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Like upbeat and cheerful. 
It is. And also Mark is on it. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and uh and Hijan, yeah. So uh but this was one of my top four songs on the album. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. There. Yeah. Alan Mark, what did you think about Road uh, Trip? I only wrote one thing and it's and I all I said was cute song. Yeah. 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 That's all you really need to say yeah. about the song. That's it. It's good. <laughs> okay. Um, track number 10. We got this, guys. We're almost done. Dreamer. This is this was my other uh this is my other favorite song. I don't I think it might be three, third. It might be the third, my third favorite. But um, like I said to you guys, I I very much enjoyed this because it's I don't know. It just sounds so. You know, a lot of groups nowadays are really trying to capture this like retro disco funky sound. Like, just they just need to have one in their back pocket. I mean, if BTS has proven anything, is that you can just keep doing it year summer after summer, and people still enjoy the songs. And so this this to me felt like that kind of song, very much a Mark Ronson, Bruno Mars esque yeah. type of. Um, sound. Um, it has that feel-good feeling to it, and it's just generally a funky good time. And so, um, you know me, uh, really enjoy that type of sound. The dance, the affirmation dance that I that Mark, not Mark Lee, Mark, <laughs> our Mark, our Mark, Alan Mark, Alan Mark Lee, and <laughs> and Chuck Lee. Rockley? No, uh, Dance To was uh, Bruno Mars's finesse, which is not really that sound now that I'm realizing it's New Jack Swing. In any case, <laughs> I'm a big fan of Bruno Mars, and so naturally, I'm a big fan of this type of music, or this sound as well, so that's what I have to say about Dreamer. Um, Mark, what about you? Uh, my only note is that this is the song that Cutfather co-wrote. So mm-hmm. <laughs> always have to bring up. <laughs> gotta mention. Always gotta bring it up when when the Cutfather's on a tra- uh, produces a track because he wrote Return of the Mac or the remix to Return of the Mac. So <laughs> yeah, that's really it. But yeah, this is a really fun song. Um, yeah, so definitely, I like how this uh, album sort of ends towards more of a feel good, which is which yeah. is nice. Yeah. Yeah. But also, yeah. It's just like a song of. Kind of heard already in K-pop as well. It's like the same vibe as like Seventeen yeah. Snapshoot. So yeah, I probably have a bias towards it because it was the the interest sound. Anytime you'd watch the episodes, like those four episodes, oh. of the <laughs> the sticker, or whatever, yeah. it would just start off with dan dan it dan it. <laughs> I was just like, oh, I heard this before. Okay, sorry, Stephen. What do you think? Yeah, um, I also wrote down like. Some of the phrasing in the verses is like a Bruno Mars song. Um, mm-hmm. But but yeah, I just like how the song sounds like a party. Uh, mm-hmm. And it also sounds like two songs by that band Chic. Uh, I think it sounds like Good Times oh. a lot. Mm-hmm. And then I think because of that uh, sample. Uh, yeah. The yeah. So uh, it, which almost sounds like a sample as well as them doing it too. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, really fun song. Agree that this album ends like in a very cheerful way. All right. And speaking of ending this album, we're going to talk about the last track, which is entitled Promise You. Um, 
Stephen, why don't you start us? Sure. Uh, so Promise You is the last of my four favorites. Mm, nice. Um, I like this sort of synth pop song. A so la good. Chairlift. Um, mm. I think, again, this, I really like that this song ends the album. It leaves the listener feeling good. Um, one just note about a melody is the the whenever they say that line uh, so stay that reminded me of yeah. the band Rye uh, oh. certain songs of theirs uh, and I, I'm sure there were others but I really loved those notes that they used for for that little short line um, yeah really really like this one how about you Alan Mark. Yeah, no, I like the song a lot too. Uh, in retrospect, it might be uh, higher on my list if it wasn't the like towards the end because mm-hmm. I think everything else is so high energy that I get fatigued sometimes get to the end of albums. But it is a good, especially as a closer, it's nice. Uh, I think for me, I got tones and hints of Laney um, wow. when it comes to that synth pop sound. Uh, the the mel- melodically, it's not very Laney, but I feel like the textures within it feel mm-hmm. feel more Laney. So. Yeah, I think it's a it's a good closer, good song. Uh, so yeah, really enjoyed this one too. I didn't have any buddy to pull reference from because it just very much sounded like every um, indie indie pop um, group that tried to harness a lot of the the synths and the drum loops. Um, but not not that that's a knock on my end. I just um, it's a sound that I am very familiar with and I very much enjoy, and so I. It, um, yeah, it, because of that, I very much enjoy this as well. Um, I don't think there's nothing new about it that stands out so much, um, which, um, to maybe a little bit of Alan Mark's point, like it just doesn't, it wasn't enough for me to like go back and be like, actually, no, I like this song more than the others. It, I, there were so many good tracks leading mm-hmm. up to this moment that, um, it just felt like a good, like, bookend where it's just like, okay, yeah, this is how you would end. A great album with a, a very acceptably awesome um, 80s uh, sound. So um, I could, I did say, I did have one constructive criticism, and it's only that I could have probably used more variety in the track. It, the That, that like repetitive um, drum loop was pretty much the through line for the whole song. Um, I think... If there was some variance in kind of just the arrangement or just even like a so just something different, I, I think I probably would have liked the song a little mm-hmm. bit more. But for what it is, very great. And uh yeah. Okay. We did it, guys. We We're back. It. We covered eleven tracks. Uh do you guys have anything else you want to say? I mean, NCT clearly is our most covered group mm-hmm. in HCE. Like by by a mile, so I I I wouldn't be surprised because we did. By one did we episode. do an NCTU album. We haven't yeah. done NCTU. We did. Do they well, technically Resonance was an NCTU album? Oh, it was okay. Oh, okay. Wait, yeah. NCTU is everyone, right? Yeah, NCT or... is everyone. U is when they just pick members from all the groups and to make one subunit that's really just for that one song. Oh, okay, okay. So we haven't done an NC. Is it there? Is there an NCT album? Yeah, like, Resonance. Resonance 2020 was a full NCT album. Okay. okay. Yeah, and it's but a, also it's an NCT album. 
Yeah, technically. All the individual songs are technically NCTU songs. Oh, okay, okay, got it, got it. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so we d- we've done everyone except for like the wavy. We haven't done wavy. The, yeah. Yeah, wavy, and then the future like NC Hollywood. Oh, Hollywood. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll and get. J- we'll get Japan to them. whenever they do NCT Japan. <laughs> okay. Well, I I I mean, I was such a a noob to NCT because like when we did Residence, I did not follow them. I I don't remember what we talked about. And please do not go back because I'm sure I sound horrible during those. <laughs> early episodes. Um, but yeah, I'm finding myself becoming more and more um, of an NCT fan. And NCTizen. And citizen Netizen. How do you pronounce it? Uh, I know. I pronounce it N-Citizen. N-Citizen. That makes sense to me. Yeah. As opposed to like a Netizen. Yeah. You're more like a citizen of the Neo's… Like the Neo… Got it. Okay. Okay. Culture, technology. Um, I'm finding myself that, like, I, I don't have my green card yet, um, or my <laughs> visa, but I'm, I'm, a, I'm in, I'm in a nearby country, and I'm gonna be a citizen and citizen, uh, oh, pretty oh, soon God. at this point. I so have to find NCT's fandom color, which is, it's not uh, like yellow, pearl, no. t- pearl neo champagne. So you don't yes. have, it's but it's like a shade of green. So I was gonna say you don't have your. Pearl Neo Champagne card. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. I, I love okay, that's, I get it. That's I get a, it. That's yeah. Great. <laughs> okay. Hell yeah, dude. Thank you. Thank you for that. Hell yeah. Um, uh, Alan Mark, I'll, I'll jump to you <laughs> if you have any uh, last last notes for these guys. No, I mean, it's it's uh, NCT, so it's hard to… You can't really avoid them when it comes to K-pop at this point. Uh I already. I think most of my thoughts are tied to the song "Sticker," thinking that they're very more like a forward-moving when it comes to uh, trends in K-pop sounds. I think I honestly think that'll continue, especially with uh, how "Sticker" was. So, um, but yeah, overall, like this was a fun album to listen to. Um, it gave us focus, which is amazing. And thank you so much to everyone involved. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm. I mean, NCT, it's really hard to, you can't really, it, it's, they're self-explanatory. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't have too much to add. I think this album, I did get to like pay attention to like a few other members. I, I don't think I was yet uh, paying as much attention to when we did Resonance, like like Jayun and Johnny. Um, and... Uh, I, I think, I don't know. It was really fun. Uh, I found a lot of songs I, I really enjoyed. I still think, as I have said before, NCT remains like a state-of-the-art group, um, especially with Sticker. Um, yeah, I don't even, I don't know if I would care if like they just released everything as NCTU and I, because I don't mm-hmm. really know what the <laughs> distinctions are anymore. Um <laughs> Like like some of the members changed, but I don't really know. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> I, I still really like NCT. Um, and yeah, great, great release. Cool. All right. Well, we thank you everyone for choosing to dine with us. We really hope you enjoyed your meal and we hope to see you next time. 
please make sure to check out our other episodes and leave us a good tip on any of your favorite podcast platforms. You can follow us on all of the socials at How You Can Eat. We are on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Give us a follow. We would love to uh, interact over there. And you can even email, still, still waiting. We can even email Stephen at HowYouCanEat at gmail.com. He would love to read any email you want to send him. Good or good. You can send him some constructive uh, criticisms <laughs> if you want. Um, uh, whatever you want, we will read it. And we will take your feedback if you want. If you feel like, oh, we could do something better on the show. Or if you even want to be on the show, give us an email. Like We would love to have you on. So uh, don't be shy. Uh, especially those out in Brazil and Thailand. Um, we can figure out um, a way to solve the language barrier. We'll speak Portuguese and uh, Thai if you, if, you get, if you need us to. We'll do it. I could use the Google Translate app or something. <laughs> and yeah, that's it. That's it for us. We're back. Again, thank you for uh, being so patient with us. For Alamark, Stephen, and I, it has been our pleasure being your leaders. So, so long. Stay safe. And we'll see you next feast. See ya. Tastes like lemonade. <laughs>